0: Podcast. It's Paul here with Sean, Chris, and Lee. Have we all recovered yet?
1: Uh, From the I'm roller Still coaster. upset. Yeah, it was.
2: Still upset.
1: It was a difficult the... experience.
2: Well, what, what, a, time did the, what time did the race finish? Was it about back, what, seven?
1: Back, but, yeah, yeah just, th- just after seven. Coming up to seven, I think.
2: Yeah, well, at uh, about half eight. Uh, my friend came around to watch a film with me, and when I opened the door, she was stood there. She said, "Are you okay?" I was like, "No, I'm not fucking okay." And I proceeded to go through the entire race to her before <laughs> she even stepped through
0: the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we um, we had our usual Sunday night our racing session kicked off kicked off at eight o'clock, and we were all just silent for the first half hour. But you know, nobody nobody could hard, hardly speak to each other last, last night. It was just we were all just sharing the grief.
3: It was a bit, well, grief. I mean, I was a bit like George Russell himself. I processed it quite quickly. I was quite happy to see the winner at the end. You know, I, I, I didn't <laughs> the race at all whatsoever, but I do think it was uh, taken away from the guy who maybe should have won. And this time last week, we had no fucking idea any of this was going to happen. <laughs> this
0: time last week, we were predicting an easy Hamilton win.
1: Yeah, I mean, this time last week, we we kind of knew that Grosjean wouldn't be racing, and that was about it.
3: This time last week, we had Scarbs on the show, <laughs> and he's never allowed on the show again. Because yeah. since Scarbs <laughs> has been on the show, he said last week that he's been doing fine, everything's okay. Well, Scarbs put on Twitter today that he's in hospital, so get well soon, Scarbs. Yeah, so definitely definitely, definitely out get out well soon, away. Craig. Lewis Hamilton got, got COVID and had to miss a race. Uh, He got replaced by George Russell, which meant Jack Aitken got called up. We missed all that news, swamped over the fact that Mazepin and Schumacher were announced by Haas for next season. (laughs) Yeah, Scarbs is not allowed on the show ever again because big news happens straight after he's on the show.
1: (laughs) I mean, we like a bit of big news, but... And we also like having If life
0: is ever boring, just speak to Scarbs. <laughs> we also like having Scarbs on the show, so no, I th- I think I think we need to have him on the show again because it just leads to jump cuts. <laughs> and every everyone loves a jump cut. Sorry we didn't get the second one in last week or the extra show. Um I have since recovered.
1: Yeah, there's only so many you can do.
0: Yeah, life gets in the way. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Yeah, if you want us if you want us to do this for a living and be uh, Pay us you know more. Yeah, put out daily podcasts, then yeah, is that just a good jump on Patreon and pay us?
1: Can you imagine trying to do a daily podcast in the middle of like the summer?
3: Uh, it'd be all right.
1: <laughs> if if we get enough money on Patreon, yes. <laughs>
2: That's where we'd
1: make the news. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just we'll just get like a Tom Bowler and start drawing people out of a hat like Russell to Sober <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Mzeppun M- 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 comes out as womble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced this is how football transfer rumours start, you know. I'm convinced there's just a raffle.
0: <laughs> well now that um now that Sky aren't showing Dream Team anymore, so that the um so that the sports pages can't actually get something completely wrong because this is this is going back a few years, it's probably closer to Patreon material, but there used to be this This is this this, is this nearly twenty years ago. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it still made me laugh when it happened. There was a football soap called Dream Team, and it was ab- it was absolutely horrendous. And it was about this um, supposed um, English Premier League club. And in the soap opera, this club were about to sign a former French Under-21 international. And I still remember the guy's name was Didier Baptiste. Oh. That's so, it. Yeah, well remembered. To which the... Um, I think it was The Sun and The Daily Mirror both... Um, reported that liverpool were also interested in him in the show liverpool were also interested in him but they decided that um that wasn't actually a thing that was happening on the soap opera and it was real life and they spent about three weeks trying to track down this um wonder kid french footballer that had completely disappeared off the radar because they couldn't find him anywhere and in the end liverpool had to um get together with sky who made the show and say this guy doesn't exist. It's just a plot in a TV show.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And it wasn't just for promotion for the TV show because um, it was a TV show owned by... All right, the companies that owned The Sun at the time but not that owned The Mirror and they were one of the they were one of the big ones claiming that he was about to sign a real contract with a real club. And he was actually being played... And he played never by, existed. Never existed and he was being played by an actor from Watford or something. <laughs> So yeah, we could we could we could do that during the summer. But I'll tell you what, let's t- let's talk about things that actually happened. Um, race of the season so far?
3: I don't know about that, but I, I am a huge fan of the Squoval. Very much so. Yeah,
2: that that wasn't boring at all, was it?
3: No, I thought it might be. There was danger of it being a boring race because it was going to be you know, all oh, the fastest cars will just disappear and then you know everybody else will get left behind. Not the case at all. Um, it was it was quite an interesting an interesting experiment to put cars so fast on a, a circuit so short and i think it worked
0: i mean i think i, th- I think a lot of that was um to do with the um MG UKs, because it's not as, there's not as much braking so they can't regenerate as much
1: possible yes yeah because what they said there's four major braking points on that circuit
0: uh, yeah, I think I think that that was all. Eleven corners, but yeah. you only mm-hmm. break for four of them.
3: Yeah, Carlos Science didn't like the uh, the, the way that was being the power was being deployed. Um, so you know it was there were problems there. MG UK problems as well um, for for some drivers, but I mean it's it's a workaround. You need, you, I don't know if they'll ever do that ever again. I don't think we'll we'll ever see the like of yesterday's race happen again although I think we should I think that needs to be considered for the Bahrain
0: Grand Prix for next year I think uh, for, I, throwing that in as sorry. a wild card once, once every couple of years at least
1: hmm. could alternate it
0: yeah just, just don't bring the endurance circuit back if I was if no. I was a country thinking about
2: um, entering Formula 1 like and bringing a circuit to Formula 1 maybe that's something that sticks in my mind that That circuit, and because you could a circuit that size, you could make like a big amphitheater-style circuit, couldn't you? You know that that would be the big problem for Formula One of having a short circuit is where do you put the grandstands to get two hundred thousand people in? You know, it's where where do you where do you fit the people?
1: Yeah, but what's the um, capacity? What? How many fans do you normally get at Bahrain? It's about what thirty thousand max.
2: That's fair. I was I was just thinking of somewhere else. But yeah. if you if you if you were going to build something like that, you could do it. So there's more places or more like parts of the circuit that are like Mexico, for instance. You like when, when they get into like the theater,
1: so yeah, the stadium section, the, the baseball stadium.
2: Yeah, yeah, the uh, something like that would be really cool for Formula One. You know, make it like an oval, yeah, you know, where you can see like a lot of the track.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah it'd be really. Sorry
0: go on. I'm going to say that that, that, kind, that kind of thing would work really well and it I think it would be a pretty good atmosphere as well Cause, I mean say say what you want about oval racing. When the stands are full it always seems to have a great atmosphere there.
2: Oh I'd love to I'd love to go to either a NASCAR race or an IndyCar race on an oval.
0: I I'd, I'd love to go and see it. Yeah I mean apparently it is it is a it is an actual experience. It's just like a it's just like a party with a race going on in the middle of it as well. Yeah
2: yeah. It's um, it, like people come and throw beers at me all the time. I, I'd, be, I,
0: I'd be, I'd be great, yeah. Of course, it's easy to catch the beers if you're a NASCAR fan with the extra fingers. But oh, we haven't done that. <laughs> one. We haven't done that one for a while, have we? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, it's been a long time, and we've been nice to NASCAR. This, oh God, I declared a truce back in, um, back in April, didn't I? Shit, I've just broken. That it I was back in April. Don't worry. Oh, about God. it a lot's happened since then. <laughs> Oh, we're,
2: we're, we're going to see a fucking restarting of the NASCAR Troubles.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't mind, but our um, racing league is a NASCAR race this weekend. <laughs> oh, oh, you're going
1: to get pit manoeuvred out of the way. Oh,
0: compl- oh That's how you drive in NASCAR, isn't it? <laughs> WWE on wheels?
3: Pretty much, actually, yeah. yeah I'm
0: surprised well, do, Brock uh, Lesnar hasn't got a drive. <laughs>
2: In the um, oh, in the nineties,
0: do you remember the NWO, WCW? Yeah, they the, had a NASCAR. Um, yeah, and uh, the f- mate of mine for my birthday about ninety eight, ninety nine, he bought me a um, Stone Cold Steve Austin NASCAR model.
3: Oh, nice! With a little thing. Yeah, in it Steve Wiser, Steve Wiser sponsored um, sponsored NASCAR, I think, for for uh, either a race or a season. I'm not quite sure.
0: Yeah, I I think I had a little. Um, little scale model of the car and a life-size model of steve austin which was a little bit smaller than the car apparently steve austin's not the tallest of wrestlers i don't know have we lost uh, no 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 no, stunned, no no steve austin's, steve
2: austin's probably about
0: six, three, six, four. Oh right oh, according, according to my mate that was he he was steve austin's short i Never really got into the relative heights of wrestlers.
2: Yeah, re- relative heights of wrestlers are odd because like the tall ones are nearly seven foot. So when, like you, the when Undertaker. you see, yeah, so when you see like a six footer next to a seven foot guy, it looks like a uh, five foot guy next to a six foot guy. So you, it's, it's, it skews <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: It's 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 all averages. Anyway, I we, we digress to some things that happened twenty years ago. <laughs> that, that's twi- This this is a good sh- this is a good show for nostalgia. This is this is two ninety uh, stories that we've done. Shall we move on to something that um, happened at the weekend then?
1: Yes. Why not? Yes. yes we finally. are we
0: are only just twenty four hours removed from um... snooker. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trump loses again.
3: <laughs>
0: no he won that tournament by a massive margin.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: right then. Start, start so, with... so
2: just quickly halfway through uh, halfway through the race this weekend someone did send me a uh, a tweet it was stop the clock.
0: <laughs> oh, so
2: stop the count sorry oh, idiot.
0: Right we'll get, uh we'll start we'll start with Williams. Um Jack Aitken on his debut. Mm-hmm. Um Finished. Finished sixteenth. Um, sadly, brought out the safety car, which led to uh, led to all... what? was that? Me, me forgetting to turn the volume off of my phone. <laughs> Amateurs. Lee, get get off Snapchat and concentrate on this.
2: Those boobies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, where was I? Akin. Yeah, brought out the safety car that led to pit stops and all kinds of shenanigans, and also also left a bit of debris on the track, which caused a puncture. Yes. Well, we think maybe we think yes, we think. Um, Latifi also took part in the weekend.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, you know what, Jack Aitken he doesn't all the talk was all about what happened with George Russell obviously, but Jack Aitken did all right. You know, he was he was okay. He, um, he
1: broke a front wing and did one more pit stop than Fittipaldi and finished ahead of him.
3: Yeah. Yeah, uh probably just overdrove the car slightly when he had that accident, you know. What do you want to do? It's his first, you know, it's his first ever race in Formula 1.
0: Um, he's, he's done one practice, uh, one Friday practice in the car this season. I think mm-hmm. he did. Uh, he did Styria, possibly. He? Yeah, on yeah. Friday morning.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> and chance- yeah, so- chances are, it's a massively different car to the one that he drove then.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, he finished the race, and his teammate, who's been in the car all year, didn't.
1: It was a, an oil pressure issue, I think they said for Latifi. So eh, maybe not on him.
3: Maybe not, but. Even still, eight can finish the race, you did? and that's got to be that's got to
0: be your first aim, hasn't it? Really, in anything, is to finish the race. It's unusual, though, that Williams actually had a had a big hand in the uh, in the outcome of the race because it was Latifi who brought out the virtual safety car mm-hmm. when he when the car died that much that he couldn't even park um, parallel yeah. to the exit road and parked at ninety degrees to it. Um, where Carlos Sainz drove into the pits just as the safety car was ending mm-hmm. and that lost him a couple of places so we could we could have seen him you know we could have seen a mclaren podium
1: yeah well it was perez perez got in under the vsc mm. and signs didn't yeah. So, yeah that that really did decide the podium
0: ultimately but it's it's kind of the usual charm from williams but um yeah you know, i've liked jack Aiken for a while he, when he's on it he's good mm-hmm. um it's He's got rid of a lot of the stupid mistakes that he used to make like spinning on his uh spinning on the formation lap.
1: Yeah.
0: I he spun half of his race.
1: Well, yes. I had I had worried for Jack Aitken that he he seemed to be sort of there or thereabouts at the same time that Lando and Russell and Alex Albon were doing well in F2 and then tailed away towards the yeah. end of that season and it kind of looked like perhaps the moment had passed for him. I think he actually was all right. This weekend, and maybe if he can get himself into a good F2 team next year, not Campos, there might be some an opportunity that something somewhere might open up for him.
0: And I, th- and I think there was a there was a lot less pressure on him this weekend compared to um, compared to Fittipaldi, and certainly George Russell. That's the thing. everyone
1: else was looking elsewhere. He just got in and cracked on. Yeah, it's like George Russell's yeah. going to Mercedes. There's a
0: Fittipaldi on the grid. I oh, want Jack Erkins in as well. <laughs> proof even if of you
2: penalty, needed it. <clears throat> I think even Fittipaldi got away with the uh with the pressure to be perfectly honest. Be mm. you know, with somebody walking into Mercedes. Yeah. I think I think both those drivers were really lucky to make their debut this weekend.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah, the- proof
3: if ever you needed it that being on this podcast is good for your career.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you a true word spoken are you listening, Jack Aiken? we have uh, we have reached out to you on many occasions. you've even liked some of the tweets that we've sent.
1: only once has someone ended up in hospital within appearing on the show within a week in the Craig Scarborough situation and that was
0: <laughs> the, yes
3: exactly yeah well, Sean's been on the show before, and there was an earthquake with him this week, and he still managed to use that <laughs> the race
0: so yeah, he's you know. also been on the show and ended up working in Walmart. Yeah, exactly. Jack Aitken... In, in, in fact, it hasn't been like... the big
1: sell we thought it was. In fact,
0: Sean was on the show and then left us to go to his interview at Walmart where they offered him the job. Correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that is true. If you want a life-changing experience, come on Three Legs, Four Wheels. That, that's that's all we're saying.
3: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Jack Aitken, if you'd, if you'd read my messages when you were, I think, still uh, uh, Formula, not even Formula 3... Uh, I will see if I can find the original message that I sent to Jack Aitken many years ago now. I did read it out on the podcast actually. Um it's it's in one of the pre- had he responded to that,
0: he would have been the guy who walked into Mercedes this weekend <laughs> and not George Russell. It's in one of the previous two hundred and seventy four shows. God, are we really on two hundred and seventy five this week? Christ. Right, Hass- is that what it is? Yeah, 275. Two, two seventy five. We'll have to start thinking about the 300 three hundredth show special at some point. Next year, yeah. yeah. Um, right, Hass K Mag fifteenth, Fitipaldi seventeenth on his debut. Um, K Mag was there. Know. He was. He was there. He was phoning it in. Um, didn't crash.
1: No, no. Just the thing. I don't remember anything exceptional from either of the passes. But they just were there. Fittipaldi, interestingly, was third in the driver of the day vote.
0: I, I did. I did tweet who who's in uh, who is your third choice for driver of the day because the top two were uh, definitely.
1: Mm. I mean, he, he got the car round, and he wasn't that far off his teammate, which on debut is all right, I suppose. But yeah, don't know that he was the third most exciting of the day.
0: Uh, thought...
3: Twenty sixteen. I sent the message to Jack Eadie. <laughs>
0: I thought you'd gone quiet. I didn't realise you'd gone four years worth worth of of quiet.
3: And what did you send to I don't send many messages. Uh, I just said we were looking to get some uh, guests on the show, Uh, give our listener great insight from all perspectives. Would you like to share your experiences as you climb up the ladder towards F1 with us? We can arrange Skype interviews or something similar if you like, and it'd be great to check in with you every couple of months. Uh, and uh, I can no longer send messages to this person. Uh, not because I'm blocked, because I think he doesn't accept messages from, from people on Twitter anymore, because he's now a, a well-known person.
1: <laughs> well, the opportunity was there.
0: Yeah. He La- didn't take it, now look. Mm. Lando, George, thank you for the interviews. That's that's all Lewis, you can... Valtteri, oh. Toto, Johnny Herbert. Yeah, Robert Kubica uh, as well. Robert Kubica. Robert Kubica's
3: done well. Second stint, maybe not so much, but he's a race winner. He got his second stint. Exactly. At least. Exactly.
0: And that's all he ever needed. So, this, this is what coming on the show does for mm-hmm. you. Uh, right. Alfa Romeo. Um, Giovinazzi 13th. Raikkonen 14th. In everything that happened on lap one. Kimmy's, Kimmy's spin was completely overlooked. Yes. Yes, it was.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Um, uh, Lots of stuff was happening at the at the sharp end. Um. But the uh, there there was it was kind of was it turn three on the exit turn three where the Grosjean incident happened like the weekend before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's what kind of that's what made me sort of like and I'm just going to, I'm going to use the term in the correct, correct word here, It's what made me clench, because I went <laughs> no, not again and then uh, uh, yeah, it was just Kimi Raikkonen doing a 360 and then everything else happened at turn 4, which kind of made you forget what happened at the exit of turn 3
0: mm. and that is the only notable thing you can really say that happened to Alfa Romeo
1: I think Kimi had quite a, quite a nice battle with Jack Aitken for a little while I imagine will have been quite fun for Aitken.
3: Yeah, um, I think as well that Giovinazzi was having a pretty good race most of the time, uh, until I think he was one of the people who fell foul of that safety car near the ah. end. Well, near the end, three quarters of the way through, and he lost places that he wasn't able to recover. I think he was running in the points.
0: Um, I've got to admit I wasn't keeping too so much of an eye on that end. No,
1: I? I can't say as I noticed him, but.
0: We're going to start rewatching races and taking notes at some point, aren't we? <laughs> if we had the time to do this, is, this is going back to the payers, us, payers, us, payers, us.
3: <laughs> pay us to do it, and we will.
0: Um, but yeah, a bit anonymous Sauber. Yep. Right now it gets interesting. Ferrari next up, lower than their usual position of something like fifth best team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vettel in twelfth, and Leclerc four corners
1: yeah not Le- not great look
3: Le- people were so no people were talking up Leclerc like especially the, the the guys on sky like he was a genuine threat uh, you know for, for, for a race win uh, in, in Bahrain do we not always say that it would be a difficult race for Ferrari I mean don't get me wrong that qualifying lap was something out of like the air center textbook of godlike laps there was no way that Ferrari should have been anywhere near the front of that field and he literally just went, well, I'm not getting
0: in the car again because what's the fucking point? That's literally the best it's going to do. <laughs> it was It was the way that he stood right next to the Mercedes garage as they were coming out for their final <laughs> runs as well. It
1: was a real, like, come on then, lads.
0: It might It might have been a coincidence because he was on his way to the Weybridge at the time, <laughs> but he got there just in time to see them both drive out right under his nose.
1: Yeah, I think officially he was on his yeah. way to the Weybridge because he didn't have a new set of softs to go for a second flying lap, but I, I prefer the... Other version yeah. where he's just like nah.
0: Go on, down to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, we, we knew there would be drivers in front of him, but I mean that that lap by Leclerc and qualifying was.
1: What noise are I we mean... hearing here? Oh, what, is one of that's, you doing the washing up? No.
3: no, that's
0: the rain hitting my window. Jeez. Whoa, is, is that rain? Yep. Hang on.
1: It yeah, does, I've, it I've sounds like I've just looked like... out the
0: window and it's coming down sideways out. It there.
1: sounds like some kind of like rotisserie, something or other.
0: hold on a second I don't think it's raining I don't (laughs) don't think it's raining here oh it it is is it oh yeah you can see it in the the streetlights oh yeah no
3: it is totally chucking it
0: down
1: it is a bit (sighs) (sighs) and there's
3: your current weather update from three legs four
4: wheels
0: (laughs) from where we record the podcast uh it's back to you in this studio. Three <laughs> <Relax>, legs, four seasons. <laughs> in one day. Uh, right, so, yes, Leclerc. Fantastic qualifying and then a massive small tree moment that he got completely wrong.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You, you... He, yes, he did get it a bit wrong because he, admi- he locked he, up. He uh, admitted it early. himself. Yeah, but at the same time... I also think Sergio Perez should probably have given that space, um, you know, and then maybe Perez wouldn't have spun around, and the, the 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 race win might have been a bit easier for him. But the uh, yeah, spinning around at, at, at the first at first corner put Leclerc out of the race, uh, inadvertently put Verstappen out of the race. We're kind of Verstappen was just trying to avoid an accident. Le- Leclerc made a mistake, but I feel like Perez caused the accident, caused the collision.
1: Yeah, I think I think watching it as it happened, I think my first instinct was Perez was not faultless in said incident, but Leclerc seemed very I... happy to assume responsibility as soon as he was out of the car. So I mean, the
0: th- the thing yeah. was, he he made he made a dive for um for the inside line on the corner mm-hmm. and ran out of talent because he hit the brakes way too late that's why that's why he locked up mm. and it was it's not
2: even just the it's not even just the hitting the brakes too late he the angle he was at he was never going to get round that corner without going into one of the other cars
0: i think he was ex- he was expecting somebody to move out of his way that was already ahead of him mm. no but when you're already
2: three abreast because there was three of them there the track the track's not big enough then for anyone to get out of the way i think you're right i think he, he just outbraked himself and he wasn't on a line
0: to do anything mm. And there's there's more problems with it being offline there because not only do you not have the rubber that's been laid down, but you've got a fresh coating of sand on top of it as well, which is slippy as fuck. Mm. Yeah. I suppose
2: it doesn't help, like, because I think Leclerc's probably a good enough driver to be, what, 10th or 11th? So when he's up there with the big
0: boys, he just, he just didn't fit. Oh, it. God, no. <laughs> and you can tweet your replies to that at a total shunt. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, this season, that's probably about correct.
0: <laughs> Only when he's outperforming the car. I
2: tire attempts, yeah, but... T- he just accidentally gets get his tyres on in the right temperature. That's why he can't do it consistently, because he doesn't even know
0: he's done it. Send... It's just
2: now and again, he's got tyres that are hot enough.
0: I send DMs on Twitter too, at a total <laughs> show. <laughs> Can we talk about how drab Vettel was? You know, you notice he has a bad one because ben, and Bonotto was there. Uh, yeah. Vettel. Vettel's
3: kind of—he's not really at Ferrari, is he? Mentally, he's done. No,
2: I tell you what—I have come to come to terms with though, and I, I don't get me wrong. I keep I, I keep hanging on to this in my in my head that um, I think Vettel's done enough in his career to warrant. Another team giving him a you know, the opportunity to prove that it's Ferrari that's fucked
3: Vettel and not Vettel. Um, this this is my, this is a a thing I had yesterday as well. This comes in
2: with the fact that uh, Racing Point made a mistake.
3: Yeah, somebody said, "Oh, uh, the second was it, I think it was Sean actually." He said, "Oh, the second happiest man is going to be uh, behind Sergio Perez. Is going to be Sebastian Vettel." And I thought, "No, it's not." Because now, that's a benchmark now set for Vettel. Well, they've won a race this season. Go on then, Mr. Four-Time World Champion. If Sergio yeah. Perez can win a race, why aren't you winning races?
2: Bring your winning
3: ways. That's exactly it. So he can't be Ferrari Vettel. He has to, he has
0: to be Red Bull Vettel at Racing Point next yeah. year. Or at least, the, Martin. at least the, well, I'm happy Vettel.
3: Yeah, yeah, at least, you know, Vettel who doesn't win but still stirs the pot a little bit. That year where he was trolling Rosberg was fucking hilarious. (laughs) Every every press conference, he'd just take the piss out of Nico
2: Rosberg. I think it'll be interesting because he's got got to be better than Ferrari Vettel because, let's be honest here, um, like, Stroll's not had a bad year. He's had a couple of bad races where he hasn't been where the car should have been, but for most of this year... He's kept Perez honest or been ahead of him, And not always
0: artificially.
2: No, no. I, well, I don't think he's—I don't think he's ever been artificially ahead of uh, Perez. Um, <laughs> but the uh, the thing is, what I mean, what does that do to Vettel? If Vettel goes to Austin Martin and Stroll puts him away.
0: Then Perez, then Perez gets his seat back for twenty twenty two.
2: Maybe, well, I mean, I, I, I I can't see that. I can't see Vettel doing one year. I'm sure he signed a multi year deal, and I don't, you know, it's,
0: I, he'll be there in twenty two. Depends if he retires or not. Maybe, yeah, he could retire. You know that that is one way to get out of a contract. I still believe Ro- Rosberg still had 2 years left on his Mercedes contract when he retired.
2: Yeah, but I I still believe that first of all I think Rosberg retired too early, but the uh I, I still believe that Vettel that Formula 1 has got away from Vettel and it I I've never said this on the podcast a few times. You have you have to look at the generations of Formula 1 and the people that do well in them. And all of a sudden, you realise by looking at the driving styles of those individual people that their driving style just happened to suit Formula One at that time. Like Vettel's losing the back end all the time because he seems to be a very much get it into the get it into the corner, square it off, and try and get the power on as as quickly as possible. That worked really well with with double diffusers because yeah. they had all that rear downforce, so he had all that grip. And he wasn't losing the back end at that point. And I don't think he's been able to um, adjust. I know this sounds counterintuitive, but I think in 2022, when they bring the downforce levels back down in all the cars, even though the cars will have less downforce, I think you'll find they're going to be more balanced. So I, I think Formula One could come back to someone like Sebastian Vettel in 22.
3: Yeah, it's it's a perfectly reasonable assumption to make.
0: I mean, there there is there is every possibility of that it's whether he actually manages to hang on till twenty twenty two and not just say right, that's it, I'm do- I'm done, I've had enough.
2: Yeah, 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 no, I that could that that also could be right, or that that maybe there's a performance clause in his contract and he actually gets nerfed out before it can come back to. Him.
1: I would I would be surprised if there wasn't a performance. what exactly it would be I don't know but I would imagine pretty much everyone will have something that gives a team an out
2: yeah I I mean given the fact that Vettel hasn't performed brilliantly over the last couple of years and um Austin Martin was the only option he had for a semi-competitive car it's not like he could play big games with saying oh well I could sign for Williams
0: well, he probably could sign for Williams, but I just. Then again, it'd be finishing, yeah. out, finishing outside the points every week and occasionally being backwards.
3: Regardless, though, it was a pointless weekend for Ferrari. It looked so promising on Saturday after Leclerc's super lap. But yeah, it was not to be during the race. Mm.
0: Right, Alfa Tori next. Kvyat in seventh, Gasly in tenth. Kvyat is going to be another one that we reckon won't have a seat next mm-hmm. year, and he's he's been putting in some solid performances, and I think he's done enough to be worth someone putting him in a car. But it's too late, though, isn't it? But there are there's no yeah. one that will, and no one that can.
3: No, it's happened in Formula One quite a lot. Uh, you get you know drivers who will, you know, put together some performances when the prof- when the pressure is off but the pressure is off on Kvyat because he knows he hasn't got a drive for next year, not because he has got a drive, and all of a sudden he starts performing. Well, it's you know it's just a case of too little too late, if you ask me. Um, he's been turfed out of Formula 1 before for a year, and we didn't really miss him, let's be honest.
0: Um,
1: I don't know, we had to put up with unfor- Brendan Hartley for a year while he was out.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, but, but look he- at the experience Brendan Hartley got during <laughs> that year. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but it's uh, it's
3: the way Formula 1 works, and it's time for somebody else to, you know, Kvyat's still relatively young, but 26? that team especially.
1: I'm 27, I think, 27, 28-ish. He's a little bit getting up hmm. there. I don't
3: think he's even that old. I think Kvyat's about 25.
1: We will look this up. Anyone else, with your, bets? Anyone else with your bets for the Danny Kvyat age?
3: I'm going to say he's 25. I've just I found him on Google. He is
0: 20, He is twenty six. Oh. You know, I I reckon I reckon there should be an IndyCar team taking a punt on him because I think I think yeah, I think he might do. I think, so. I, I think he might do well. I wouldn't I wouldn't trust him on an oval, but <laughs> torpedo. In fact, the ideal team for him would be Ed Carpenter racing. Then he drives the car on um, hmm. drives the car on the street circuits that Ed Carpenter does on the ovals.
1: Yeah, but look how well he did on the Sochi street circuit that time. He torpedoed Vettel, which is very similar in style to every IndyCar street circuit.
0: Okay, yeah, you might have a point. <laughs> um, get him to do the ones at proper race tracks then, mm. and then get another get another street circuit expert in. So just some somebody give him a job in IndyCar <laughs> because he's yeah, he's an entertaining yeah. he's an entertaining driver. Um, Gasly. <laughs> um gone up in my estimation this week
1: oh do tell
0: he plays world of warcraft oh Oh really Both in your estimation so. <laughs> there is nothing yeah. wrong with world of warcraft for the what alliance plenty
3: wrong with world of warcraft mm.
0: i think this this pod is split 50 50 on the merits of world of warcraft
2: no because i think you find a vote against warcraft is like an away goal in football, and it counts as two votes.
0: (laughs) You're both wrong, but anyway. Um, Aside aside from World of Warcraft advert, I I didn't really see much of Gasly this weekend. He
1: went backwards late on for the same reason that Bottas did. He didn't come in for new tyres under either the VSC or the safety car, I think, so he was just... Falling away, Uh, they took a punt on. um, on He was in the
3: points, wasn't he? Until
1: that late Russell charge. I think Russell and Norris both got past him in the last couple of laps. I do, I do
0: remember. Do remember Russell and Lando mugging him? Yes. Again, I think probably down to qualifying being so strange. Possibly. Yeah, because the tyres are good for, you know, the soft tyres were good for a lap, maybe two laps but there was time to do considerably more and yeah. te- teams were just eating through the tyres and it's not it's not a great circuit for soft tyres anyway just because of um just because of the track surface from Sh- from shropshire as has been mentioned constantly on uh, various coverage for the last two weeks <laughs> mainly pe- mainly because that's where uh, virtual startman's from so it's it's hard on the soft tyres Shrewsbury Tarmac, <laughs> and obviously, you you know you can either you can either go for speed speed or durability, and I think that I think that's been amplified with the with the abrasiveness of the uh, of the circuit itself, and it was a gamble that, from the looks of things, teams did lose out on.
1: That's always the way, though, isn't it? With any any sort of safety car situation, there are always going to be winners and losers.
0: Yeah, true, but I think I think. Um, Certain teams running low on tyres had put themselves on the back foot from yeah. the off, especially especially Ferrari, because with uh, with Leclerc losing out on a second Q three run mm-hmm. because not having the uh, not having another set of softs to go out and do it, then maybe wanting to retain what he'd got left in that set for the race.
1: Yeah, possibly. All oh,
0: right, he didn't he didn't get to use them, but. Uh, no, it was um, you know ty- tire management as early as Saturday afternoon, which is, which is an unusual situation. Let's face it.
3: Yeah, very much so. You but, know, this
0: yeah. was this wasn't a lap of Belgium.
3: <laughs> no, no,
0: no. It wasn't even. Uh, it was the
3: same. Um, wasn't uh, the the whole lap roughly the same
0: as the longest sector in Belgium? Middle sector.
1: Jesus! Oh
0: what! Oh, I, missed, I missed that one. I know it's not the short. It's not the shortest circuit on the calendar because that still is Monaco.
1: Mm-hmm. But Monaco is slower, yeah. so a lap takes longer.
0: About three years. <laughs> yeah. Each lap of Monaco Is a pandemic.
1: What is Monaco? It's about one ten, quali lap. Um, about that. Yeah. Roughly, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean that's that. That's still impressive speeds that you get getting Oh yeah. You know, we 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 just think we just think it's slow relatively. Uh, right, that was AlfaTauri. Okay, next Mercedes.
4: Oh,
3: yeah, they're in the middle of the
0: pack for a reason this mm-hmm. week. Um, a reason purely... or some reasons?
3: No, a reason. Uh, purely based on their f- the reason that they're in the middle of the pack is based on their finishing position. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, uh, but their
0: finishing position. Is because of reasons. Mm. Right, we'll start. We'll start with Bottas. Yeah. Um, eighth place. Uh, all right, lost. Lost out on a set of tyres when they got the pit stop completely wrong.
1: Yeah, presumably his brakes weren't in great nick towards the end either, because they'd been on fire for about twenty seconds. His
0: brakes were um, announcing that there was a new pope. <laughs> 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 yes. I mean, looking at it, um, you know that that whole pit stop shenanigan um, that was that was just a complete mess. Twitter was asking, "Are they in fancy dress this weekend?" Apparently, Netflix were with George Russell.
1: Yes, Mercedes oh, have okay. said they were not specifically with Mercedes this weekend. So. Just
0: just to just to point out that it wasn't the Netflix curse on the whole team. <laughs> it was just a side effect but yeah um yeah i mean what was it the the pit call was late george russell was just at the last second able to get into the pits Mm. and then bottas's radio came over team comms as well and still
1: if you're double stacking your cars you know which order they're coming in in
3: yeah no this is a problem the 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 team didn't know that um, there there was mi- there was mixed message, and the team thought that Bottas was was boxing, but George wasn't.
4: Mm.
3: So, I think th- there
2: was um, a, there was a problem so with the software. Bottas, it wasn't
3: th- yeah, they put Bottas's tyres on George's car, and then when Bottas pulled in, went oh for fuck's sake we can't put these tires on these are the wrong ones so that's why they put bottas's tire back on and then he and then he went you know he didn't actually change tires they went back out and they had to pull george back in again mm-hmm. to, to to put different tires on um and then obviously um, yeah then there was the the the, the, the post safety car how do i put it charge from george russell mm-hmm. yeah. yeah
1: twice passing bottas on track Obviously, at the start and in that safety car restart, which is yeah, decent from stuff. the bad side of the grid as
0: well yep. at the beginning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, the big talk leading up to uh, leading up to lights out was his starts haven't been brilliant. Mm-hmm. So I think from that we can take that the Mercedes starts a lot better than the Williams does. Also finishes a lot yeah. better than Williams does. Yeah, yeah. And ha- whatever the starting system is on that car, it more suits his style. Because I mean, you can't say, "Oh, the Mercedes, it's you know great." You know, it's it's great at everything. It starts fantastic. Well, it isn't because Bo- how many mares with it has Bottas had this season? Yeah, and
2: Lewis has had a few scruffy. Uh, starts as well. He he just nailed the start. I don't I don't I don't think there's like a big story behind it. I just think he had a good start.
3: Yeah, if we're gonna yeah. talk George Russell, we should we should probably start at the beginning, shall we? Like as in like getting called up to the team.
0: We may as well do Mercedes as a whole. Yeah. We'll we'll, yeah. So we'll, we'll start from um a toilet in a Bahrain hotel at two AM Tuesday morning local time. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <Yes>. Totos <laughs>
0: phone call which said um, I'm going
3: to try and get you released from Williams for this, um, for this race because you are our first choice uh, but however if I can't get you released I will put Stoffel
0: in the car that's apparently how the, how the phone call went and Stoffel is the reserve driver. He was going to be in Bahrain this weekend mm-hmm. after the Formula E test in Valencia. Thank you. I couldn't remember. I, was- <laughs> I knew it was Spain, but I couldn't remember if it was Valencia or Hares. Yeah. Um, Stoffel did turn up there, and he was looking like he was looking like a little lost puppy, according to according to He, he
1: was just looking a bit of, like a bit of a spare part, really, wasn't he?
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I can I can totally see why um, they wanted George Russell yeah. uh, in the car. I mean, he's shown his, his his metal at at Williams. Uh, the question had always been: Is he ready to make the step up to a big team, uh, or is it still too soon because he's only ever pissed about at the back in a Williams um, and never scored, never scored um, points. Um well Lewis, Ham- then, Lewis
0: Hamilton was ready for um starting in a big team in his first in his first season with McLaren. Yeah he was but I mean it was he was when he was announced it was like oh a new
3: british driver in at McLaren okay fine whatever. Um but when you start a lower team you, the questions always there you don't know whether someone's going to be ready until they make the move and prove it themselves. This weekend, uh, he he did he he did FP one and FP two and finished top in both. Mm-hmm. And did Verstappen finished top in FP three?
1: He did, yes.
3: And then Russell misses out on pole in his first qualifying session in the Mercedes by two hundredths of a second. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, uh, yeah. twenty finally get, Two, it was yeah, it finally was, gets it was out qualified. Uh, it was 26,000. Yeah, yeah. Finally gets out qualified by.
3: Uh, I mean, that's crazy, isn't it? Really, you can split a second into a thousand segments, and there's only twenty six of those that George Russell missed out on poll. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he finally gets out qualified by a teammate, um, which is to be expected. You know, he's he's only sta- he's only standing <laughs> in for a seven, for a seven time world champion. Um, no but, pressure. No pressure. No, exactly no pressure. But then he makes that start. And in all honesty, pisses piss off down was the road. Car, yeah, if you didn't know George Russell was in that car, you'd be like, "Oh, Hamilton's leading again by three or four seconds." It 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 was. He's proven he's ready, and that final stint after the after the. Um, say the final statement you know b- before the puncture mm-hmm. um when he was uh just overtaking uh, bottas for starters which we've already mentioned which was just an insane overtake into um around the outside and into that chicane um past uh esteban Ocon um yeah esteban Ocon, like he wasn't even there i was just like how, how? like <laughs> you know there's two former or well, rather two young Mercedes drivers as they were in the programme one proving by far that they're more worthy of the seat than the other one okay fine he's in the Mercedes but come on like this weekend was a total tipping point for me in that George Russell's totally ready for a top seat Valtteri Bottas probably shouldn't be in that Mercedes Um,
2: I and the other thing is see if he hadn't had that slow puncher, and they had to bit him again I think he'd have won the Grand Prix. I think he'd have closed Perez down. He, w- he was
0: ca- he was catching Perez uh, between three and five tenths a lap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and once once he got past Ocon, I think Perez had a three and a half three and a half second lead on him. It was
2: it was under two seconds. It was like two and a half.
0: He got it down really quick. It, yeah, but yeah. 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 as soon as he got past Ocon, he yeah, yeah. was it was three and a half seconds behind with thirteen laps to go, and he was gonna, he was he was on course to catch him and be within drs range with about three or four laps left and there was going to be enough time to size up and make a pass
4: Mm -hmm.
0: and even if he hadn't made it stick and you know we all would have been
3: been happy with the Perez winning a russell second but it wasn't to be because of the puncture which ironically we think was caused by the car that he would have been in had hamilton just like the safety car was well, no. Well, the safety car was caused by the car, but but they didn't clear up the debris from the from the from the front wings actually smashing.
2: Yeah, that's no, what that, you that's, think that's what think the, I mean, though, the yeah. it, it's his car that caused both his troubles.
1: Yeah, because they came in under the safety car that was caused by Aitken, which is what yeah. started the whole excitement. Yeah,
0: George Russell's car caused three pit stops for George Russell, and he wasn't even driving it. Yeah. If no. he hasn't if he hasn't started calling that car Christine now, there is something wrong with the kid. Karen, I think, <laughs> might be the name. However,
3: I, I think there's some some I don't wanna I don't wanna jinx anything just yet, but like there does appear to be some good news for George Russell in that it looks like he might get a second bite of the apple next weekend.
2: Yeah.
3: Because of the rules and regulations surrounding People with COVID entering the Emirates, and specifically Abu Dhabi, Lewis Hamilton probably won't be well enough in time and provide negative tests early enough to enter Abu Dhabi.
0: Yeah, because we it's talk- not in Abu Dhabi. He can't race because we were yeah. talking. We were talking about this before, mm-hmm. uh, before we started recording. So Lewis's positive test was Monday. Yes. Um.
1: So that, as far as I can tell, that means that is day one.
0: Yeah. Uh, Bahrain has 10 days of isolation.
1: Yes, which would make Wednesday day 10.
0: He's then got to have a negative test Wednesday of this week Mm -hmm. um, before he's allowed to leave Bahrain. He then has to have another negative test when he lands in Abu Dhabi, Mm -hmm. according to the regulations, because they have... Tightened up, and in the words of Autosport, F1 has entered an unprecedented biosphere. <laughs> I'm, using, I'm using their words, not mine. Under normal circumstances, Abu Dhabi has a 14-day quarantine for anyone coming in. Right. Which has been waived for F1. Yes. Because they've taken, F1 have taken over the track and six local hotels in, in their entirety. Um, they're also making F, all of F1 practically arrive together at Mm -hmm. the same time, on a load of charter flights. Uh, F1 has, for the most part, travelled to Abu Dhabi today.
1: Yes, because I think there's some kind of 48-hour quarantine they've got to do within the F1 bubble.
0: Um, Yes, there is a 48-hour quarantine for anyone arriving in Abu Dhabi from Europe, and I think they're counting F1 as a whole, as being a separate European entity. As a Europe. Europe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um
1: so if Hamilton travels after F1 to join F1 he has this 48
0: hour he would have to go he would have to then go via Europe and do the for, uh, 48 it, hour this quarantine This is like
2: some sort of horrible maths question at school It is it's like how do you stop a the Hamilton fox eating the chicken if a Hamilton has to quarantine and have a test between going from two different countries, how many Russells get to drive by the end of the weekend?
1: (laughs) I mean, realistically, if he tests negative on Wednesday and travels on Wednesday and quarantines for 48 hours, he still can't practice.
3: Yeah. So, for me, it's George Russell in the car again at Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Um, And that's, again... You know, reliant on and and don't don't forget as well. When Sergio Perez was uh, was um, positive earlier on in the season, he was asymptomatic. He felt fine, but he was kept he kept turning up positive tests. Mm -hmm. Hamilton is allegedly quite unwell. He's just you know he's not he's not asymptomatic. He's uh, he's he's a little bit groggy. He's staying in bed, very well. So not just he doesn't have to just like turn up a negative test, he has,
0: he has to feel better to be That's the that's thing. I mean, Stroll didn't have COVID, but missed a race.
1: But he did have COVID. But then it turned out he did have COVID.
0: <laughs> because the, the official explanation for Stroll was he had a stomach bug. Yes. And then it turned out to be the stomach bug that you get with COVID.
3: COVID isn't a stomach bug.
1: Now, apparently, this is a symptom that they're starting to see in, in younger people who are sort of COVID asymptomatic but have like a stomach flu.
0: Stom- oh, okay. stomach, stomach flu and conjunctivitis.
3: All right, okay. I wasn't aware of that, but yeah, okay. I'll, uh, I'm still. Yeah, I'm still unsure about the whole. Is is that does that count as like asymptomatic though? Because I mean, Stroll wasn't well, but I mean, there was no race that weekend, so he was okay anyway. wasn't he, to come back and race the following race.
0: Um, yeah, but in the in the meantime, he'd or- he'd already missed a race, and um, he'd, he'd missed a race because of stomach flu that was COVID, but wasn't COVID at the time. It's all really confusing. <laughs> anyway, the pra- the practical upshot of all this is. It's not 100% certain that we're going to see Lewis Hamilton racing in Abu Dhabi this weekend, yes. which would which would give George another chance in the car.
2: Uh, also, if the, there's a vested interest right now in Mercedes having George in that car to see what happens... <laughs> that's that that's something else to think about how he, Cause how he it, bounces back yeah well it's it's also it's also easy to forget, especially when you talk about drivers like Lewis Hamilton, which are sort of the top of the top of the tree of Formula One. It's easy to forget that they're still employees of their team and to that respect have to kind of do what they're told to do,
0: yeah, unless they've got a dad who buys the yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but um i mean yeah if he's in the car this weekend we will get to see what is i'm gonna go all soccer am here bounce back ability is like it's in the dictionary now it's a real word i think that was first i think
3: that was first coined in the 90s you know
1: i think it was is it ian dowie that's credited with coining it. it.
0: Ian Dowie? From, from his I think time it might be Alex Ferguson. No, it, it was it was Soccer A.M.
1: I've, no, I think it was Ian Dowie during his time as Crystal
0: Palace manager. Yeah, because Soccer A.M. dared him to. Ah. So it, it 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 might be another nineties thing. I'm twenty years in the past here. Absolutely. It was my prime <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to shoehorn in as many nineties references as I can. Um, I'm going to go drink some Schumacher's back in Formula 1 <laughs> I'm going to go drink some Crystal Pepsi No I'm not You're going to say meth then No I'm not, it was disgusting I'd rather have meth um, so Was Crystal Pepsi just Tab Clear? Uh, yeah but made by Pepsi Right, because
2: tab, tab Clear was Fucking legit like
0: Yeah Crystal, Crystal Pepsi wasn't There was one major issue that I had with it It tasted of Pepsi <laughs> see
2: uh, i'll i'll fight you for this one pepsi's better than coke full fat pepsi is better than full fat coke but coke zero is better than all of them no,
0: well, now i would not know i get migraines when i drink coke zero so i just drink full fat coke and i don't like the taste of pepsi so mclaren then uh, <laughs> like, well i was gonna say where does this leave bottas chris you've got thoughts Bottas I don't haven't got, got thoughts balls. I just
3: I just think I just don't think he should be in that car. Uh I just I've always been of the opinion that you know uh, Valtteri Bottas is doing the best he can in the same car as Lewis Hamilton but Hamilton's just that far that much further down the road um in terms of talent and you know experience and, and just general comfortability in that team and in in the car. Uh he, he plays the psychological games better than anyone else. Um, so that's why he always had the upper hand over Valtteri Bottas um, much more so than he did over Nico Rosberg but turns out that this year we've learned that Bottas is actually doesn't push Hamilton anywhere near as much as as Nico Rosberg pushed Hamilton and um, somebody comes into the team for the first time and all right doesn't doesn't be by terms of final um, standings in the race but did have one extra pit stop and only finished a couple of seconds behind. Two, extra, two pit, uh, extra pit stops. One extra pit stop.
1: The double stacked one was both of them making their second stop. Russell then had to come back in on oh, the following yeah, lap yeah, and did, then yeah. got the puncture.
3: Yeah, good point. Yeah, two extra stops. Yeah, so two extra stops and only finished a couple of seconds behind. Yeah, so yeah, that strengthens the case even further. um Yes, okay, Bottas' tyres, yeah, okay, Bottas' brakes might have been on fire a little bit. There was a bit of a mistake. It might have been the team's mistake. But Russell passing Bottas, you could not imagine Bottas doing that to anyone. Uh, That was a Lewis Hamilton-style move, and that charge at the end of the race before the puncture was, was so... So much grit and so much more grit and determination than we've seen from Valtteri Bottas at any point during his Formula 1 career. Uh, it's time to move Valtteri on and, and put
0: George or And we appear to be losing Chris again.
1: Bottas has hacked him.
0: <laughs> All I was saying was that it just...
3: No, he, as soon
1: you're not as even tried, you as you, you said well, you, we got the... while, oh, uh, go on, while
2: Flood's um, bandwidth sorted itself out, uh, I, I might as well upset the rest of the Formula One fans. I don't think Lewis Hamilton could have done what um, George Russell did when he came back after his uh, second bit stop. Because how many times have we seen Lewis following people, complaining about air, like spoiled air coming off the cars, how the cars can't follow... This is where the whole thoughts came from. Oh, well, the Mercedes can't follow. Well, on Sunday afternoon, George Russell didn't fucking care about that because he was just driving round, lads.
1: I definitely think we'd have heard a lot more on the radio um, if it was Hamilton that had, had mm-hmm. that whole debacle.
3: I mean, there was... I referenced Monza with that because at Monza, um, Hamilton came out of that um, penalty... 23 seconds behind the rest of the field mm. and finished i think 6 seconds behind Bottas. I think he made up like nearly a minute uh, in half of Monza and passed most of the field. I mean we he did ran out of laps we didn't yeah, out
2: from. I, yeah I suppose the thing you've got the thing there which goes goes in common with Monza is is you've got that nice big long straight haven't you but the I, I think more so than the uh, like the the not Bahrain circuit, uh, Mercedes have got such a massive advantage in Monza because of that engine.
0: More so than what we've got here. Well, I don't know. I mean, there is there is there is a, yeah, but there, there is stuck a big in long sixth place at Monza. There is a there is a big long straight in uh, that Bahrain circuit. It's that Bahrain circuit. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I've got
2: there's the there is. There is Monza where Lewis came back, but there's more occasions where there's been just like I'm from, but not just Lewis from Bottas as well, where they just haven't been able to get past people. But I mean, like I say, say oh, I don't. I say especially at the end of the race as well. I just don't, I don't think either of them would have got their head down like Russell did.
0: I mean, I'll bet Pirelli were happy because there was nobody coming on the radio every ten minutes complaining about their tires. Maybe <laughs> I, suppose,
2: I suppose it meant that, I suppose it meant their product wasn't being mentioned every ten minutes. So.
0: <laughs> I mean, do we can we take can we take from this that Russell's can't drawn his tyres than Hamilton is? I don't think we can take anything from it. What I, I'm my my
2: big take from it is that um, I think George Russell uh, just off the back of this one race and. What we've seen him do in GP2 and how he's handled being stuck at the back of the grid in Williams for two years—if uh, you stuck him in Bottas's seat next year, I think he would give Lewis trouble the same way as Lewis gave Fernando trouble in
0: Mercedes. And there is the big question: Would Mercedes want that again? Because... I
2: don't. Well, I don't think Mercedes care who wins, and they have to start looking to the future because Hamilton's probably only going to be on the grid, tops two, three years, they could have the next big thing on their hands in Formula One, and they can't let that slip through their fingers to keep one driver happy for two years. That might end up going to Ferrari.
1: That's the problem, isn't it? It's not just Mercedes that have now seen he can race at the front of the field. Everyone else has seen it, and if Mercedes aren't giving him a car at the front of the field... Other people will come knocking. Every contract can be bought out. I, even I think he's, I think his
2: contract is only to the end of next year. Anyway, isn't it? You know, it's mm-hmm. it, the could come the end of next year if going into twenty twenty two. He could be in a Red Bull if if they, if Mercedes don't do something about it.
3: I wouldn't be surprised if that contract for George Russell's twenty twenty two race seat at Mercedes has uh, already been printed. And it's uh, been presented to George.
2: But do um, you risk leaving him out of that seat for another year? Do you risk giving him do you, like the taste of success and fucking demoralizing him for another year?
3: Well, I amazing. just don't know how they would get out of it. But, I mean, I, I, I totally agree. I would want to see Russell, after just this one race performance, see Russell in that car. All of next season. but um... I
2: I reckon they could get him out of the Williams contract in the same way as Bottas had it in his Williams contract that if Mercedes come knocking, that he's a Mercedes driver.
1: I don't Um, think Williams would be too bothered either since there's a Perez floating round.
2: Yeah, uh, which is probably going to bring more money into the team. And Mercedes owing you a favour
3: is probably a good thing. Because I well, it's think... just what they do with Bottas, isn't it? Because Bottas is already being confirmed for 21.
2: Yeah, it's. It, um, I mean, you can have a contract at work. Uh, they'll pay him. They'll do exactly what Ferrari did with Kimi Raikkonen. They'll pay him for his services, but they just won't have him in the car.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, in essence, if they still pay the money he's owed from that contract just because he's not in the car, it doesn't mean they're breaching said contract
0: it, it's only yep. when it, it it's only when it gets to guido van der Gaard levels of yes you've definitely got a contract stump up your uh, sponsorship cash up front you've definitely got the drive you've definitely got a space in the team oh you haven't got a space in the team but we've cashed your check that's, <laughs> I know, I, that's I, I, when it gets that's when it gets if shady if
2: you're a pay driver mm-hmm. that's different because yeah. you're you're paying them if they don't give you the product you're paying for then they are fully under breach of contract, aren't they?
4: Yeah, yeah. But if
2: if they're saying, like, we're going to pay you for your services, then we say, well, we kind of don't want you to do the thing we're going to pay you for, but we're still
0: going to pay you your contract. That's it. I mean, there's going to be be some clever legal wording in there that is, I will say, beyond anyone on this show and 99.99% of anyone listening to this show where yeah. the teams will have a watertight get-out clause. It might even be something as simple as, this is a contract for your services as a Formula One driver. Now, that doesn't say racing driver or test driver or development driver, mm-hmm. just a part of the Formula One team that is employed as a driver. It mm-hmm. could be, you know, if they're really coming down hard on him, you're, you're the guy that brings James Vowles to the circuit. <laughs> you're still working for a Formula One team, you're driving a car, that's what it says in your contract. Mm. I, did... don't,
2: I don't know about yeah, that sort yeah. of stuff. All, all <laughs> I know... We didn't tell you all which I...
0: car you'd be driving. You're still in a Mercedes.
2: All I know is is that Sergio Perez had a contract with Austin Martin for next year. Yep. And now he doesn't appear to have a car and Vettel has one. Yeah, is it, that, that's all you need to know about Formula One contracts.
0: Sometimes not worth the paper they're written on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes worth several million copies of the paper that they're written on. Um, McLaren, then. Just, just, sorry, just quickly before we go, just, just run it
2: round. I think. What, what do you think? I think George Russell will be in the car next year.
0: I'd like to see him in the car, but I just don't think it will happen.
1: Yeah, same. I think they'll stick with Bottas because he's a safe bet and they can guarantee winning both titles.
3: The only way I can see George Russell in the in the Mercedes full-time is if Lewis Hamilton goes,
0: uh, yeah, I'm retiring, boys, see you later. You're not, uh, right, I've got a perfect analogy for this time of year. Go on. Um, he is the sprout that you've got to eat with your Christmas dinner before you can have pudding. <laughs> One more year of sprouts and then it's pudding all the way.
2: No, I, I don't think they risk doing it. I don't think they risk destroying a driver, and that's exactly what could happen.
0: I don't know if they offer him the deal now for twenty 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 two. That's not going to be destroying him. It's no, because you, you you don't you don't know that it's all, it's you've, got, all... You, you've got. The goal you've got you've got something that you know. I'll get I'll get I'll get through this crap year because I know things are going to be better.
2: I don't. I don't know if it works like that. I don't know if sport works like that. I think you need. How many drivers have we seen come into Formula One and spend too long at the back of a grid?
1: Yeah, well, Perez would be a, a starting yeah. point.
2: Yeah, oh. uh, it doesn't work. Yeah, you know, it's. It, 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 I, I mean, I'm sure it could do and it could be fine, but I don't think you risk it. I'm I'm still I'm still not I, I know this is the the more doubtful side of it but I'm still not 100% out of the idea that um he might replace Lewis Hamilton Lewis hasn't signed a contract Lewis wants reportedly 55 million a year which is if case anyone hasn't noticed fucking loads of money <laughs>
0: Um, Well, not not if you're a Latifi, a Stroll or a Marzipan.
2: It's pocket
4: money.
2: I I think people have forgotten teams like Williams. People have forgotten that teams like Williams got rid of people like Damon Hill and Nigel Mansell. It's it's not unprecedented for a team to take someone which is a winning machine and turn around and go, Do you know what? we can make another world champion we don't need to make you world champion and all the talk you know people saying uh, uh, constantly saying like oh it's it's clearly just the car now and it's not the driver maybe lewis isn't as good as we thought he is i'm not saying that i still think lewis is a fantastic driver but i do think uh if you stick george russell and valtteri bottas in the mercedes next year one of them will be world champion so you don't? Mercedes don't need Lewis Hamilton to win a world championship.
0: And going going on your current opinions, Kimi will still be the last Finnish name to appear on the world champions trophy. <laughs> oh yeah, probably. <laughs> I I, do,
2: I no. I I think George Russell would. Put it, if he if he can nail Bottas on the uh, over the course of his first weekend in in a team, imagine what he'd do with his car that he helped develop and a, like a proper. You know, it's uh, some proper prep with the team on the way into the uh,
0: into the, the season. Well, I mean that won't be that won't be happening until 2022 because we're still going to be using effectively this year's cars next year. Oh yeah, no, that's but you still, he can still do all the sim work. He'll know what the buttons do. He said that he that can have the... said that he's not driven the Mercedes sim for two years. No, but if he was to be, if he was
2: to be signed for next year, he'd be in the sim. That's what I'm saying. And leading into next year. If he was to, if they were to sign him, come to Australia, he would be on board with that car because all the buttons would be set on the steering wheel how he wanted them. He'd know what the systems are.
0: Yeah, cause he did. Have, he did have to ask how to turn the engine off at the end of uh, the end of Q3. I think there yeah.
1: were a few bits and pieces he needed a little bit of of help with, which is understandable. I mean, he, I don't yeah. know whether it was
0: joking or not, but he did tell he did tell the team to remind him which pit to come into.
1: Very different, yeah. Very different section of the pit lane to usual.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he nearly gave himself an impromptu drive through. Yeah, it certainly as well wouldn't.
1: Both. If they are going to go for him in twenty twenty two, they will need obviously to uh, change the cockpit a bit, so mm. he can have his proper shoe
0: size. They need a size eleven, size eleven foot yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying.
2: I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't put it past, especially if there's talk of. Lewis Hamilton retiring in 2022 if that's the if the if if Lewis's idea is to get those eight world championships and check out do you risk it do you risk leaving uh, sorry losing George Russell to keep one driver happy so they can get their record because at the end of the day that's all that we remember Um, like seven uh, seven time world champion Michael Schumacher is what we say we don't say seven-time world drivers and Ferrari drivers Michael Schumacher you know, it's, it, it's the numbers the, the numbers are great for teams, but it's if Lewis Hamilton gets uh, like the, the most dri- the most championships of any driver, it will be looked at as his achievement and not Mercedes achievement in like when we look at it like as a piece of history.
0: Do you get me? Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, I I mean, Mercedes. Mercedes have got the record for um, the most championships with one driver, yeah.
2: and that's why I tweeted. I tweeted yesterday. Uh, yesterday, that uh, it's an unpopular opinion, but I don't think Mercedes care how many world championships Lewis has, as long as it's a driver that's driving a Mercedes that's winning the world
0: championships. It could. It could well be. These next few months are going to be great for speculation. Shall we do yes. McLaren now?
2: <laughs> this, this next week's going to be great on my Twitter. I've, Shut- just, I've, just, <laughs> up, I've just upset every Leclerc fan and every Hamilton fan the most <laughs> rabid of the Formula
0: One fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. You've not got to Verstappen yet. You, you've, still, you've still got them to clear up on. But we'll, do, we'll fucking do McLaren first. Um, Carlos could have had a podium if it hadn't have been for unfortunate virtual safety car timing. I think he got onto the pit lane just as it came up safety car ending. Yeah, he was v- just on the VSC wrong ending. the
1: wrong bit of the track when it happened, which is unfortunate, but not much he you totally can do about Totally got that.
3: undercut by Perez. Yeah, yeah,
1: and Ocon I think as well. I think that's how Ocon got yeah. through.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think it was Ocon too. Yeah.
2: Speaking of undercut, George would be cheaper. than I mention that?
0: I think you did. You might have mentioned that once or twice. I can't, I can't, I'm sorry,
3: carry on. Can't, we can't. We
0: can't, can't muse him tonight. He's on the same channel as Chris. All right, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'll take the hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: you're just gonna live in purgatory with me. <laughs>
0: oh dear God! Uh, great drive from Great drive from science um i every every good performance from him this this week makes me a little bit more gutted that he's going to be in a ferrari next year but every great performance yeah, yeah. from him makes me feel better for ricardo because he's going to be in a mclaren next year yeah that's going to be fun isn't it um lando started 19th finished 10th yeah probably underrated
1: didn't get as much of the attention as he, he should have for that drive. I you think. know well
0: That was, that was a science esque performance. Yeah. Just got his head down and got on with it. Well, it was intense after the first lap, wasn't it? You don't know what
3: happened other than obviously the um, the Räikkönen spin and the other three, which is four places for him. But I mean, he was he he took the other the other five places somewhere else on lap one, and um, was already in the. Um, at the end of the first lap, and I was kind of expecting a Norris charge, like to get, you know, up close to the top end of the, top end of the field, but it just it just didn't materialise. He kind of just stayed around there. Um, George Russell actually pushed him out at the points when he overtook him, but then obviously Gasly going slow, Norris managed to, to nick a point at the end. So, an all right performance, um, especially after giving it was such a poor Saturday. Um, but yeah, props to Carlos Sainz again for another, another classic Sainz performance. If that Ferrari's is ok next year, hopefully we'll see Sainz on the podium a few more times. But I, I don't know; it really depends how I'd like to
0: see. I'd like to see Sainz keeping Leclerc honest. Um, mm. Give Leclerc a teammate that. Will be capable. Of, will be cap- Not. Not. Will be capable of doing the same things because that's what Vettel should be. Can be asked to do the same things that he's doing with the car. Yeah. I, you know. I think that. I think that's where the. Uh, that's where the issue. That's where the issue lies. Uh, I am convinced Vettel has just been phoning it in. Um.
3: Yes. Um. But I think that I don't think you're going to see. Um. Science just sort of like politely sitting behind the Claire even if uh, even if the team tells him to?
0: No, I th- I think I think we're we're gonna have all out battles.
1: And Sainz has the last couple of times he's changed teams, he has hit the ground running.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean he was it was it was gr was good when he when he went to Renault for that half season. hmm uh, all right, there wasn't a fantastic benchmark to show him against because he'd taken over taken over Palmer's car, which all of a sudden seemed to start working and stop being on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe, uh, maybe Jolyon took his fire with him. Maybe, maybe
2: <laughs> it's worth noting and a bit of a worry for science that uh, Ferrari historically haven't got a great history of managing drivers when they've got yeah you know, when they've got two competitive drivers. And Leclerc very much seems like the Ferrari chosen one, and so I, d- I don't know what that's going to do to his career.
0: Well, Ferrari say they've got a new attitude every year. Yeah, um, but, they, ne- they never, I mean, they never have, they never have.
2: I mean, I'm, I mean, their the, the new attitude was not fucking over Leclerc to help Vettel. And fucking Vettel over to help Leclerc—that was the new attitude. That—that's—that's that's not a new attitude. That's just swapping the name tags over.
0: I mean, it—it it, it all depends on who they bring in um, about two weeks before the um, before the first test to replace Bernotto, because I'm I'm convinced <laughs> he's dead man walking. I don't know.
3: I think bernotto has been very clever when things have gone wrong. He's just walked away, and everybody just seems to forget about him. Uh, and then he'll occasionally turn back up again, and people will go, oh, no, no, he is still the team boss. I'm not i think sure that's great leadership. Made that...
2: Yeah, I think there's an argument made that Bonotto needs to get back mm-hmm. to the factory and do what he owed. not Not what he's good at. I'm not saying he's not managing the team badly, but I'm saying that he's probably more valuable to Ferrari in that capacity, than he is sat in the pit wall.
0: But the thing, the thing is, though, for our, um, the Ferrari team principal's job is a poison chalice, isn't it? One, once you've got it, you don't get demoted; you get sacrificed.
2: Yeah, I think he's different, though. I think he can, um, he can just drift back into the factory without. Uh, maybe this is what they're building up to do with them having disappearing you coming and going so it's not like a full on let's get him up on the post and let the crows back his eyes out
0: well no they uh, they already ceremonially do that when they um when they give him the team principal's office
2: maybe it's de, uh, de ross not de ross what's his name
0: Domenicole?
2: no the driver um della rossa yes maybe it's his turn no no he's not with Ferrari is he? Mark Him, Gen- think, Mark Genet. Mark Janay. that's who I'm thinking. Of. <laughs> well, he's done I every- knew it was another terrible Formula 1 driver. <laughs> um but yeah maybe it's his turn to be sacrificed.
0: <laughs> well he's he's done uh, he's done everything done everything else there for the team hasn't he? Um what was I, what was I saying about um Benotto was only there this weekend so he could enter the bubble and actually go to Abu Dhabi because uh he wasn't planning on being in either bar uh, either bar rain race. Ah. And um, I mean, for a Ferrari team principle not to be there when allegedly they've still got something to fight for.
1: That's the thing. They're really not that. F- I think they're sort of the bottom of the little group that they're in, in the constructors. But they're really not that far off. Sort of picking up another couple of places. so.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, sixth could be on the cut. Co- Jesus. Nineties <laughs> <laughs> reference for Ferrari again. Um
3: Where's Gerhard Berger when you need him?
0: Uh pissed. <laughs> 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 it's fair. Uh, right, Red Bull. Um Albon in sixth. Uh Verstappen caught up.
1: Kind of collateral damage. Yeah, not really Verstappen's fault, really. He just was trying to get out the way and there was nowhere to go. And then couldn't act- well
0: he he was trying to he was trying to drive round the mm. um Perez-Leclerc cluster. And couldn't turn because he was in tarmac-coloured gravel.
1: Yeah. Also, kicking a concrete wall straight after getting out of the car probably wasn't a sensible move. Have they gone again? No,
0: no. No, no. no still here. All oh, oh, right. Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah you know, he he was pissed off I oh, yeah. you know that that was that was the return of angry max um but just as far as the very very strangely coloured gravel goes I've never seen a circuit with gravel that's the same same colour as the track just off the track feels, yeah I didn't it, was like, it feels so like track like... <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah you want to yeah. run wide looks perfectly normal
3: yeah I'll just uh, I'll just turn around on this co- wait this is not concrete <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, and Alban. I don't know. He w- he was a little bit on the anonymous side again.
1: Yeah, Alban. Good race. Got up from twelfth to six. Spent a bit too long getting past the Alpha Tories, but the qualifying was the issue. If well, he'd qualified he qualified yeah. better, he wouldn't have had to spend all, ra- all race fanning around behind the Alpha Tories.
0: Although the the, the really bizarre Alban radio message of, of the week. This this is following hot on the heels of their racing us too hard was. We're fast, but we're not raceable. No, that kind of makes sense. I, I know it's... A,
3: a, I do know what he means by that. He He's probably quick enough to, to keep up with him and even be ahead of the car in front, but for whatever reason the car's set up, he can't overtake. It's very difficult for him to get his car into a position to overtake. Whether that's based on aero.
0: Or they were
2: raceabling race- race- him too hard. I think he had a terrible yeah. race and he's probably lost a seat to
3: Perez. I don't think Perez he's lost was, a seat. I think he's fine. I think he's kept it.
2: Perez won the race and he was last at one point. That's that's the craziness we had in this race. Nothing happened to Albon and he has the second best car. If nothing happens to him and all that craziness goes on around him, he should have won the race in a Red Bull. Mm-hmm. It's that's the th- that's what you need from even even from a number two driver even from like the your your most number twoy of number two drivers in a team like Red Bull when like Max Verstappen would have been in that hunt for the win and to be perfectly honest, obviously seeing what happened to the Mercedes, if the same things had happened, Max Verstappen would have won that race.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and you can't be that far away from your teammate that all that calamity happens and you're sixth.
4: Yeah. Uh, um... not,
2: not when you got the second best car on the grid. Maybe, maybe if he hadn't been doing this all year and don't be right, I don't want Alvin to get, get the sack. He seems like a nice bloke. He was good. He was good last year, but I don't think he's done enough to save his career.
3: I think the decision was made before this weekend because yeah. last weekend all the talk was about it didn't matter how good um, Perez was going to be for the rest of the season. Okay, fine, fair enough. He's gone on won a race. but um, No,
2: yeah, but Christian, Al, Albon... said, Christian Horner said that Albon has two races left to prove he deserves to be in the car.
3: Yeah, that was about five races ago. No,
0: no, and this was before they... this before this race weekend. I mean, he also said at one point during the last week, it's Red Bull or nothing for him, so the demotion yeah. isn't on the cards. Well, we know Sonoda's going to be Sonoda. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think... Um, Carlin have already named Sonoda's replacement. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, it was it was announced, wasn't it, um, before this race, that uh, any decision on album will be done after the season's finished now. Yeah. So like, I, I I don't I don't think there's a decision being made, and I I think he, I think he, this was one of his poorer weekends in my eyes. Just
3: I think because... he had an all right race.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I, think could, the race, I think race. the race. was fine. I think the qualifying was the problem. I think. You but know, it's you can because look
2: because at... the race was fine.
1: Yeah, but like, I mean, you can look at people problem. like Renault and McLaren. They could also have been further up. He's in a Red Bull. Yeah, but. You know, you've still, you've still, you've got the strategy as well. I don't think he particularly benefited from any of the safety cars or the virtual safety car. Mm, maybe. I but just, yeah. I, I just qualif- don't
2: see. I, I don't see how he goes. On in that yeah. team.
1: But no, I think if he if he sorts his qualifying out, he should have been in and around signs
0: at least. I wouldn't. Mm. I wouldn't put it past Red Bull. To sign him for next season. Mm-hmm. And. By Canada, we see Perez in the car. Then I don't know;
2: it's too many. I, I, I see what you mean.
0: Red I, I, Red, maybe Bu- they... Red Bull have definitely, you know, they've got previous for. Mm. You know, it's not going to be it's not going to be the full switcheroo because Gasly's never going to be driving a Red Bull again.
1: Depends no. what Sonoda
0: does. Um, I. Don't know, I don't think they dare stick Snodder in the car, mid, stick Snodder in the big car mid-season, because well, it didn't work the last time they tried it. You know, they got lucky. They got lucky with Verstappen, as it turned out, he was that good and he was he was worth worthy of the seat.
1: Well, no, but Albon last year they put him in as a rookie and that went well.
0: Last but, year, but now it's starting to backfire on him. Mm-hmm. Verstappen's been consistently Verstappen since he moved up
1: yeah but they have got a good batch of next lot of meat grinder lot almost ready so if they they yeah. could they could clear out Alpha it Tori next year on. and have people ready
0: yeah I mean the, uh, Vips has got his super license now so they don't need to worry about yep. that
1: Jay and Daruvula started very slowly in F2 but has had a good run towards the second half of the year. Um, and
0: uh, Liam Lawson's not all that far off. Good year in F2 and he'll, not, be, he'll, he'll be ready for F2 it. I think he'll be doing F2 next year. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he is. Good, good. I
2: think he's forgetting something, though, is that um, they, they're they not in the position to win a World Championship at the minute. They're almost mm-hmm. in the position to win a World Championship, but not, but not quite. But the thing is, they're not going to win a World Championship until they have a driver that... Um, is up there to help Verstappen to be it's like what well, like we say keep saying to be in the pit window of the Mercedes. So, in that case, they can't just keep meet grander and people because they might meet grander people to the point where Verstappen gets upset and leaves. So, so they 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 need another competitive guy in that car to keep Verstappen happy. Obviously, oddly enough.
3: Yeah, God. especially as they're going to. Um... You know, it looks like they're going to be taking on the IP of the Honda engine and be developing it themselves. They need to be very careful not to upset Max Verstappen over the next couple of years. So they're going to need to really support him in the car. That to me says either, you know, it, well, not either, but, you know, somebody with a little bit more experience.
0: My God, 2023 Mercedes lineup, George, George Russell and Max Verstappen. <laughs> Well, I think the, the that was what I
2: was saying before we went on that. I read an article from a German sports newspaper that said, or I think it was Italian, but the rumours come out of Germany that Red Bull are trying to offer Mercedes money for George Russell. This is one of the reasons why I think, I think he's going to get in the car next year, because they can't risk it. But th- that's what I was going to say about um, Red Bull needing a better number two driver is because soon, I think... Mercedes are going to have a much stronger team than they have now, when they drop Bottas. And if if Mercedes are all of a sudden stronger, then Red Bull are going to need to be
0: stronger as well. Mm. Otherwise, it's going to be even more more visible and noticeable domination.
2: Yeah, well, that, that's it. if you if all of a sudden you've got, let's just fucking step put it out there and say that. Uh, with with a full se- like ready for a full season um russell can match hamilton so let's just say they've got two drivers that are pretty equal with each other um right like verstappen won't get a sniff in all of a sudden cuz like verstappen's best move has been all year is been getting in between the mercedes and that's more because of bottas than it is verstappen
0: usually yeah Mainly because Bottas has been having a lot of trouble with starts, and sometimes Verstappen absolutely nails it. And,
2: and race pace—it's not like Bottas has got blistering pace. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, we 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 see him quite a lot being dropped by Verstappen as Verstappen goes off to try and hunt Hamilton down.
0: Yeah, it'd, be inter- it'd be interesting to look at the, um, the sort of relative relative gaps. Mm-hmm. Probably need a statistician to do that. Should we get one on <laughs> next? Get one on next week. Yes. Yeah, and, yes. And it, let's
3: get somebody who knows that.
0: Right, if any if anybody knows anyone that does stats and want to co- wants to come on the show next week, then um the invitations oh, sorry, we've got one booked. Right, that's fine. All <laughs> done. Right, Reno. Um Ocon with his debut podium in second. Um I don't think he did anything wrong.
1: No, some good good on track stuff as well. Um got past stroll didn't collide with Perez, always a bonus.
2: Almost like Album, but Album ends up six in the record. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um Dan- Danny Rickenfist, uh he said he's basically admitted that wasn't his best performance and he should have done more.
1: Yeah, he got stuck behind signs early on, didn't he, and was struggling to no, find he
3: he was he um Kivia and Saints undercut him. And the first pit stop. Mm, but before uh, the first he pit out stop way think, too late.
1: Yeah, I think before the first pit stop he was at one point all over the back of signs and then started dropping back and then second pit stop him and S- was the one where him and signs came in as the VSC was ending, and I think that's where Ocon Mob- timed it right and the disappeared. Of disappeared off into the sunset.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um but I mean, overall an absolutely great result for Renner. Yeah. And I mean with, with the with their new young driver coming in next year. A <laughs> Lot of buzz about this kid.
3: Apparently yeah. he's won some world championships in some sport called Phi or <laughs> Fuan or something like that. I'm not quite sure.
0: He did yeah. he had a bit of a career in Wess as well. <laughs> um apparently he won the World Prius Championship or something. <laughs>
1: Prius championship. I
0: mean, he—you know—this young driver, he is the buzz of Wednesday afternoons in B and Q. Yeah, totally. He'll get there. (laughs) Or Thursday, Thursday mornings outside the post office. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right. That leaves. uh, That leaves racing point. Lance Stroll getting his second second podium of the season, and a debut win for Checo. I've been wanting to. I've been wanting to see him take a win for years. Yeah, it's you know he
3: came close. I think it was t- twenty twelve when he was following Alonso in Malaysia, mm. and his engineer came on and went, "Don't fuck up," and then he went and made a mistake. Then he, then he fucked up. Last... <laughs> well, the last thing you say to somebody who you want to do really well
0: is, "Don't fuck up." Like it, it, it's like it's, it's like what Hulkenberg's engineer said to him every time he got into third. Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, it yeah, it's. So that was that to me was Sauber's fault, and
3: then there was Monza that year as well, when Hamilton openly admitted that had the race gone on for five more laps, Perez would have caught and passed him because he just looked after his tyres so well. Yeah. Um So there was two second places early on in his career. He had that year at McLaren, which we was you know didn't work out for him. And then Force India picked him up and said, yeah, go on, we think you're worth another shot. And he stayed with that team since 2014. He's finally won his first race. He saved that team, don't forget. That team and all the people that that work for them are only in their jobs because Sergio Perez bailed them out.
0: Yeah. And um, got a tweet from Ruben Hernandez earlier. He sent this one to us. So let me get this straight. The two guys who Racing Point screwed over to give the Rich Kid an F1 ride finished ahead of the Rich Kid.
1: That is a correct assessment.
0: Yeah, yeah, Arcon and Perez, um, yeah, both
3: finished ahead of Stroll.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You you can't really argue with that, can you? Um, But, I mean, Perez, um, he did everything that he needed to do and a load more that he got that car in the right place your your twitter timeline chris from uh, from yesterday afternoon is the stuff of legend i want to see that in book form or framed <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, will, I will i i may put that together in in, in a frame at some point but the
0: I I I, I, for for, do, any, for anyone that's to... not on Twitter, I, w- I want you to go through. I want you to go through your tweets I'll start off with the one I put up. All right. Okay, Say, saying... hang on, hang on, wait there. Right. Go on. Saying... Wait there.
3: Let me, let me jump on. Wait there. Uh, where am I? I'm there somewhere. So. Oh no, it's taken forever. Go on. Well, yeah. there's <laughs> lots
0: of, lot of tweets. Well, I started before the race with the usual on three legs, four wheels. Anyone got any bold predictions for this afternoon? And then I responded
3: <laughs> by saying Sergio uh, Sergio Perez to win, because I knew that the racing point would be quick. I think i I, I predicted stroll for a podium actually on the podcast, you know, on the official predicting thing, which we didn't do last week. Um, but I, pr- I think I went No, Russell no, we, no, Contest. we did. We had to
0: get rid of them once Hamilton wasn't on. And I would like yeah. to very much thank uh, Mike McPherson for his predictions last week. Who, oh, fantastic. So, Mike McPherson, who is now our prediction betting and whiskey expert on the pod. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah.
3: So I, I, um, I knew that the Racing Point's were going to be quick. Uh, and Perez had a pretty good qualifying, and I thought, yeah, everybody's talking about you know Leclerc doing well. Nobody's really talking about Checo in fifth. I think Racing Point have a really quick car, and you know, what if? I thought, go on, then I'll just, I'll just say that Perez to win. That was my bold prediction. Uh, was Sergio Perez to win? Uh, then, so that was at 5:05 p.m. So five minutes before lights out, I put that up. Um, and then Mike McPherson, who we've just noted, um, put, uh, responded saying, "I called him. Top three of memory serves me right. Uh, takes a sip of Isleay malt. Yep, that's what I said." Um, um, my response was this tweet has aged poorly and it's Perez's fault that was after the turn 4 incident where Perez was last on lap 1 <laughs> uh, and then um, somebody else responded hang on a second let's just have a look uh, Ricky Worrell responded uh, That tweet may have wh- wh- a- winner of Winner
0: of last night's iRacing uh, Indy Grand Prix by the oh. way Oh fantastic, congratulations Ricky Yeah, He responded with that tweet
3: may have aged beautifully and I responded with let's see, I knew they'd have pace because I just did not know what was going <laughs> to happen and then I decided to victoriously retweet my earlier tweet to Paul saying Sergio Perez to win just quoted, well 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 <laughs>
1: a self self retweet is always a a big moment (laughs) it is yeah
3: yeah i didn't put any money on it because uh, i i I very rarely bet on 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 formula one and when i do it's only a couple of quid um but yeah it's um yeah it was uh i I knew that the racing point would have pace but even that surprised me Mm. um and I was still surprised that I got um, maximum points for getting Stroll in the right place on the podium in the predictions.
0: <laughs> I will get round to finally updating the uh, the predictions league for um, the last couple of races, because I've, I've not done that. I've been really lax with the website. Um, right. we've, just... Heaped, we've heaped, I just want to say we've heaped so much praise on
3: George Russell for his <laughs> performance. Can we just do the same for Sergio Perez quickly? Because he's <laughs> the first man in history to be last at the end of the first lap and win the Ooh. race. Uh, Ooh,
0: breaking. I've got something breaking. Breaking news uh,
1: or breaking something?
0: Your your window, by the sounds of things, from that rain earlier.
2: No, because obviously, as we've learned from George Russell, when uh, his Twitter bio went from George Russell, um, Formula One driver for Williams Racing, and then he cut the Williams thing off, and then all of a sudden he was confirmed for Mercedes for this weekend... Valtteri Bottas has changed his uh, Twitter bio thing. So Valtteri Bottas's bio was Valtteri Bottas, um, Valtteri Bottas driver, VB77, cup of coffee, cup, of, bowl of porridge, never give up, Mercedes AMG, uh, uh, and uh, at Mercedes AMG and at F1. His bio now reads Valtteri Bottas. Driver VB seventy seven com.
1: What's it on Twitter?
0: Yeah, yeah, this is on Twitter. I've just bought this as well. Ah, yeah. He's still yeah.
1: showing up as driver for Mercedes AMG F one for me.
0: Uh let's have a look.
1: My Twitter app must be slow.
3: Unless unless this is fake. Let me find Valtry Is this
1: is this blue tick Bottas with seven hundred and twenty eight thousand followers?
2: Hang on a second, let me look. Because I'm I'm looking at
3: somebody's retweet. Who's another? Yeah. I don't uh, think uh, that I I don't think that's real. I've have seen that, Lee, but I don't think that's
0: real. So,
1: Twitter is a fucking scandalous place, isn't it? Uh yeah, yeah. there's
0: no changes on the one that I'm looking at on the web app on the. Oh, oh that's a
3: shame. Because That's that guy's probably uh, Valtteri Bottas, but his L is like a capital I or something. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, but in design, Yeah, yeah no,
2: it, it was another motorsports journalist thing that, that had retweeted it, you see. Oh, well, as you were. Always no, no, no check the receipts news. on Twitter.
0: So your breaking is officially broken. So where broken. were we? Yes, uh, Checo Perez. Um, yes, we have waxed lyrical about George Russell. It's about time we did it about Sergio because... That was it's you've gotta say it was his all time best performance because it was his first win. Oh no, sorry, it's not that's why it's not it, it is his
2: blue tick mark check check mark one, but it's not um Twitter, sorry, it's Instagram. Oh he's took he's took Mercedes off his Instagram.
3: Let's have a look at that then.
1: Oh this this this, this makes a riveting listen. Why am I googling Mercedes you fucking prick? Why am I, in, so I, I why yeah, am I in WhatsApp? You just, you just carry
2: this, on. this this I've is got, like a bloody craftwork my...
0: gig. Every, everyone's I've just got here. It on
2: my let me finish and I'll fix it. <laughs> um I've got it on my laptop at the minute so I'll I'll tweet I'll, I'll send you in a message so you can see it on the uh, on the group chat. Yeah,
1: yeah I know I, I I've
0: got it. Yes, I've, yes, got, I've it. got it. Sir. I can I can see, I can see it on the uh
1: very bland profile picture as well.
0: Very bland human
1: being. Well, um, unbranded is possibly what I was going for there.
3: Well, that's not what you said.
1: <laughs> what I said was possibly more <laughs> no, honest. Well, we'll Do you know what, though? We'll see how this
3: develops. Valtteri Bottas is followed by Haas
0: F1 team. So reser- who
1: are going to fire to get him
0: in? Reserve driver for next season? <laughs> so who are they going to fire um, Pietro Fittipaldi
1: poor Fittipaldi
0: <laughs> so yeah, anyway Sergio Perez um, first career win he's been in Formula 1 for how many years 8, 9, uh, ten?
3: 10 seasons I think this is his 10th season um, was, uh, 11 I think was his first year Eleven, twelve, thirty, forty. yeah so t- this is his 10th season
0: and somehow he doesn't have a drive at the end of the year. Uh, Ridiculous. Correct all details correct at time of going to press. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean he's he's always had he's always had the ability. He's been the dur- during the Turbo era, he's done the most surprise podiums outside the big three teams. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, it was just when's he going to be able to take that step up? And all right, it took. Um, I would, I would. You, you would definitely have to say shenanigans, but you can't win a race without being at the front. You take, you take whatever you can get from any yeah, racing situation. Those,
2: yeah, not in one of those cars either. You know, it's, it, it's, it's. You know, I, you can't say, I can't say what I was saying about Albon not capitalising with the car he's got. And take it away from Perez. That did capitalize with it with a worse car. Yeah,
0: because I mean, there's, there's no, there's no way really that the Racing Point should be in a position to compete with a Red Bull.
2: You know, and he was last as well. Joe, you know, he worked his way through. You know, it. He he genuinely did it through good pace and good racecraft.
0: And that was to get that was back up into mm-hmm. that position. Yeah, it wasn't just on pit stop strategy. That was that was actually racing. He's always he's yeah. always been a racer. He's always been good at overtakes. Mm-hmm. And it helps that he is one of the best on the grid at managing his tires. Mm-hmm. Which is why when he was in a position for a podium earlier on in the season, uh, I want. To say, Imola was it where they did the switch on him, where the pit, where they pitted him to give Stroll a better position. I
1: can't remember, but it was it was one of those. Yeah, it's like why are they doing that?
0: His tyres will be fine. Yeah, uh, you know, from from my armchair, well, sofa. We don't actually have an armchair, um. But you know, this this is this is the culmination of everything his career has been leading up to i want to see him in a better car i'd love to see him in the red bull i just don't think it's going to happen in australia next year i wouldn't rule it out for the rest of the season but and he says he's already got offers for 2022 let's see what happens
4: Hmm.
0: you know let's let's see him in a let's see him in a car in 2021 and i'd like to not see him replace george russell in the williams because that would be a mistake. Mm-mm. You know, it's all fine and good Williams being able to say, you know, we've still got the clout to hire hire a race winning driver. It's like, yeah, but you were you were the only seat available on the grid. You know, yeah the, this,
3: no, no. Checo needs a needs need to drive. You know, that that it's... would
0: that would that would be false trumpeting how good you are on a par with Damon Hill driving for arrows
3: yeah I needs to drive you know if covid is still around next year but you know not as not as prevalent hopefully with all the vaccine stuff that's coming and um you know someone like i don't know daniel ricardo for example gets tests positive for covid on entry into somewhere checo perez is who mclaren should probably look at for yeah go, go on stick perez in that car for you know a weekend um McLaren is the kind of team that 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 Jacko Perez should be trying to get himself into, um, not like not Williams. No disrespect to them, but not Williams, not Haas. Um,
2: I think he can ne- tire first.
3: Yeah, he needs a car at the top, at you know, towards the sharper end.
0: Yeah, he needs a car that he can compete for um, points, podiums, and wins with, because mm-hmm. he's yeah, because he is a driver capable of getting a car points podiums
2: and wins (laughs) well he's he's a driver
0: that's capable of getting a car two or three places higher than where it should be Mm -hmm. so he can he can get a mid-grid car higher you know he can get a mid-grid car on the podium he can get a top end of the mid-grid car top step Mm -hmm. and he's proved that this weekend you know praise enough there
3: yeah absolutely
0: um right rock stars and wankers uh, well, rock, rock stars—the obvious Russell, mm-hmm. Perez. Mm-hmm. I'm throwing Ocon in there.
1: Yeah, why not?
0: Any other could have uh, rubbed it. Any other Rockstar nominations? Saying...
3: No, I don't think so. He could have really have rubbed it in, uh, in their faces as well, couldn't he, Ocon? Could have been like, "Ha, ah, look at me! I'm on the podium. Guess who isn't?" Um, but he he chose not to be a dick. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, for for that reason alone, I'll put I'll put uh, Esteban Ocon in there as well as uh, Checo and, and George Russell, um, Wanker's Mercedes pit crew. Yes, not necessarily their fault, but they didn't
0: even have to pit
3: both cars, um, and they probably still would have been okay.
0: As it turned out, though, with the way that Bottas's tyres fell off, yes, they did.
3: I don't know. Um, Maybe. It's hard to tell. We'll never know. But, yeah, I just... I feel like they didn't have to do it. They did it because they they thought they had a free pit stop. And then it turns out they had to put the same tyres back on Bottas' car and stop George another two times anyway.
1: The um, potential sort of wanker as well for um, the marshals that were clearing up the broken Aitken front wing because they clearly missed a bit.
3: Well, they didn't get a chance. I think they got a chance to retrieve it. I don't think they got a chance to actually sweep anything away. Yeah. Because there was no there was cause it's such a short track. There was no gap in the traffic for them to go and do it.
0: I think they held. The, I think they held the virtual safety car for too long without bringing out the mm. proper safety car to bunch them up.
3: Mm. Maybe, but then the race would have panned out very differently yet again. So, mm. who knows? God knows. Don't get me. Don't get me wrong. I was gutted for 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 what happened with George Russell, but I was really happy for Checo. So. Yeah. Yeah, Rockstars and Wankers is a difficult one.
1: Rockstar as well, possibly for the the Bahrain outer circuit or outer loop or whatever the feck it calls itself. Does that yeah, mean, yeah. does
0: that mean we're actually saying Herman Tilke gets a rock star? For a, I don't, for, I, the, for the first time that isn't the circuit of the Americas.
1: Possible, possible. I think it's more it's there by accident, isn't it? It's not the Tilker bit as such, it's just an extra kind of bit that I okay, he technically designed it, but he
0: was It was just testing his pen out on the yeah, top of the chip. It's sheet. not what
1: he designed for F1 as such.
0: Yeah, true. Um had another Wanker nomination for the Ferrari Pit crew. They're not even trying to hide the lack of fucks giving about Vettel stops.
1: Yeah, there Six was and a, and a half of seconds. sloppy ones.
0: Yeah. Um that was casual. That was so casual that <laughs> pit, that pit stop was wearing a Fred Perry polo shirt. <laughs> that be Vettel next year at Aston Martin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Giovinazzi Participation Award? Yeah.
3: Uh, well, who, who, who
0: gets it alongside Giovinazzi? Latifi.
1: Fittipaldi.
3: Fittipaldi was okay.
1: He didn't do anything as such, which is fine for, uh, you know, you're making your first... Outing. Oh, the
3: Haas team were quite pleased with him. They thought he did really well.
1: Mm. I mean, he's, he's not raced a lot at all the last couple of years because he, he had a bad crash at Belgium in WEC, broke both his legs, has done a little bit of IndyCar, a little bit of DTM. Oh, didn't,
0: didn't he have to get carried to the grid on, these, on his IndyCar comeback?
1: Oh, that rings a vague bell. I think he might have had some assistance. Because he had his he had his drive crutches. Yeah, he had, drive, yeah, over, he, had his, yeah. he had
0: his pre um pre race driver photo taken on crutches standing standing next to the car. Yeah, try, but I think he's, not to I think lean on it.
1: DTM is the only sort of full season he's done since then. So there'll be a little bit of a little bit of ring mm. rust.
0: And K Mag was about as beige as uh, one of Nico Rosberg's suits.
1: Yeah, he was very definitely just there,
0: wasn't he, K Mag? Just there. Um I think that's it. Right. Normally we normally we throw some predictions in for um Abu Dhabi at the weekend. However, we don't know the full lineup for Mercedes yet. Um so I have one set of predictions from our guest predictor this week which is Matt Steele. Um who is he's already done some predictions this season but he did a twelve-hour go-kart endurance race this uh, this weekend just gone, with the three legs, four wheels logo on his kart and on his race suit.
3: That's really cool. cool. Thanks, Matt. Mm-hmm.
0: And he's he's been our um, our general eye racing coach as well. So you know we're declaring now that Dave Daddario's retired. Matt is our new pet racing driver. <laughs> so real racing driver Matt Steele. Yep, real racing driver and friend of the podcast. And as he's friends with Jensen a- and Button a guest and previous guest. and of course, as he's friends with Jensen Button, that makes Jensen friend of the friend of the podcast. We'll get Jensen on one day. one <laughs> of these days we will if you if you're listening, Jensen or Matt. Um, so we're going to put the predictions up on the website. The predictions are open on um on the website now for anyone that wants to take part in the last race of the season on the prediction league, you can enter and change predictions right up to five minutes before q one starts at the weekend
1: that's a good facility isn't it really given how
0: the and out of the number of people the number of people that made predictions last week only one person didn't get chance to change theirs so lewis hamilton only appeared in there once and uh, the winner only got 6 points out of a possible 24 this week that's how unpredictable it was um as we're running late again shall we uh, shall we skip the total shunt tonight because we're pushing 2 hours again
3: can do yeah yeah,
0: yeah i yeah, think that's yeah. That's probably for the best. What we'll have to do, we'll do a show. How about we do a show over Christmas, maybe, and it's just a special total shunt, and we'll we'll all fire them at each other. Uh, oh,
1: that could be fun. Yeah, cu- yeah, yeah. quiz night. The, yeah. the
0: YouTube quiz went down really well. Let's have a let's have let's have a total shunt special sometime over Christmas. That one's just that's come. Good. That's that one's just come to me now. I, don't, I should probably should have we should have talked it through earlier, but yeah, we've just said we'll, it. It's we'll figure
1: out. out the exact format yeah. amongst
0: ourselves so the best way to send total shunts in would be for lee uh, if you send me a pm on twitter
2: or instagram at a total shunt eventually i will read them
0: <laughs> and if you want to send the ones in for me to do on the christmas special email them to three threelegsfourwheels at gmail.com for ones for <laughs> sean
1: um, at sean cowper on twitter i have no idea if my dms are open but um like drop me an at or something and i'll figure something out
0: and for chris uh at flood
1: 21
2: and... I'm, I'm i'm open like a cheap horse So definitely send
0: them to me <laughs> <laughs> uh mine are open as well at pablo 100 um don't send any to at three legs wheels because we've all got access to that but also, you can still use that for twitter
1: don't send the same one to all four of us
0: Because that that could get very confusing, (laughs) but you can get us on. Choose which team you're on, (laughs) but you can get in touch with us. Team Paul, are you team Sean or team (laughs) Chris? And you know what else I reckon we should do for this uh, for this quiz special, without anyone sending him total shunts in advance. Get down on. Yeah, yeah, dude. Just
1: randomly send Dan total shunts, and he'll have no idea why.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> also,
1: what I... a fun game. Just, I don't know what I'm
3: confusing. Send, just, more. Send to Dan. just send, just send, just send, just I was I born.
1: Was born.
0: <laughs> if you if you do that, send us a tweet with hashtag Dan was born. <laughs> oh no, actually, better hashtag, better hashtag total Dan. <laughs> right we will be back next week we'll be looking back at um whatever happens in the abu dhabi grand prix we will be all being well joined by virtual statman sean kelly um if you want more of us then we have the patreon show where um all your donations and pledges go to uh got to keeping us going basically uh, if you've got a patreon.com slash three legs four wheels you can donate as little as one pound one dollar or one euro a month and everything goes to uh, well everything goes to the show basically doesn't it
3: yeah keeping us in cables microphones you know and, the, and the occasional um, pa- ma- and the
0: occasional packet of biscuits the importance,
3: yeah, and making sure that we uh, that we can actually host this somewhere so that you guys can listen to it.
0: That is that is very true. And from a personal note, I would like to thank all our listeners on Spotify. Um, somehow, and I don't know how, we were the two hundred twenty fifth most popular sports podcast of the year in the US in twenty twenty. So thank we you, America. America. Thank you everyone on Spotify that listens, especially Spotify listeners in the USA. Let's get to let's get to 215 next year. Ten players. Nah, wise. top 200. Top 200. Top 200. That's our aim, and right? Maybe, and maybe Viggly. one day we'll come to America and do a show there. We when... would love to do that. In that case, go on to Patreon and pledge now. We'll see you next week. We bye will. Bye bye. Bye. bye.